Hello, and welcome back to Unfiltered Advice, welcome episode back. two. Um, I'm Molly, and we have Linnea right over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. So today, if you follow us on Instagram, you probably saw what we're up to. We came up with an alphabet idea just to kind of get things rolling because there are a lot of things that people need advice about. So we thought we'd just work our way through the alphabet and hit some topics A through Z. Yeah. And I think it'll be really exciting because <laughs> when you go through the alphabet, some of the things that you never think about that you can talk about through the alphabet. So this For example, good. our first letter. A. A. Airplanes. Airplanes. You would never really go to someone and say, oh, I have all these questions about flying and traveling and planes. You probably have questions. You probably have horror stories. Absolutely. So we're going to touch on that today. Molly, how many, have you been on a plane before? Yes. You yes. have. What is your best plane story? By best plane story, do you mean or best the place funniest you've flown or to? Plane? Anything? Yeah. Any good plane stories? Do you have any? Well, I think it's harder to remember all the good times on a plane. I would say probably one of my best flying experiences have been the times where I get my own row. Mm. You can't complain about that. You can spread wow, out your so legs. you've been on a plane a few times. Oh, yeah. How many times wow. have you been on a plane? I don't think I've been on a plane actually that much. Really? Um, uh, let's think. I think I've been on a plane three times. Okay. Okay. So maybe so not a I ton. can touch on this a little bit. Yes, I have been on a plane many times. Those times with a lot of leg room, nobody mm -hmm. else in my aisle, the best. I think one of my least favorite, I have two. One, okay. this is short. I was five years old. I puked everywhere. Oh. All over the plane. That was not a good trip. And I still remember it, even though I was five. But wow. more recently, one of my trips, I was actually on a school trip in high school, traveling with a bunch of other kids. And... Our school did all the travel planning, so I didn't have anything to do with it. And everybody's ticket was in the back of the plane. So we had about 30 students because it was two different trips, all traveling from Michigan to Georgia. And every single person was in the back, mm. all having fun, laughing. Where was I? Third row. Wow. Nowhere near my friends, sitting next to a smelly man. Mm. Talk about FOMO. Yeah, talk about FOMO. Oh, maybe we'll have to hit on FOMO when we get to <laughs> yeah. F because don't we all have that? Yeah. yeah. So that was horrible. I've been cramped before. Mm -hmm. My most recent flight, I tried to um, talk to the guy next to me. I thought, well, he might like to strike up a conversation. Maybe we'll be best friends. No. Mm. Nope, not friends. So, hmm. yeah, nothing else is really coming to mind. I don't think I've had anything too tragic. One time, I wrote... I went to Disney with my cheer team. We went and cheered around the, uh, in Magic Kingdom around the tower or whatever that's called, the, the castle. castle. Thank you. <laughs> um, and it was super cool. But on the plane ride there, earlier in the year, my best friend and I, we had had some pretty, like, fall, a little bit of a fallout. But our plane tickets actually were right next to each other mm. um, with my mom on the other side. So... I sat in the middle with my best friend on one side, my mom on the other side, and, you know, after that plane ride, we had it all figured out. And, you know, that's some the forced, grace of God. Some but forced yeah. bonding there. Right. So that was that was pretty neat. But, Molly, let's get into our questions about airplanes. Yeah, let's pull these up. Let's see what people, people want to know. 
Um, it looks like the first piece of advice is how do those huge chunks of metal fly? <laughs> That's funny because I actually suggested that question. Oh, wow. Somebody must have <laughs> must have liked that there. How do those huge chunks of metal fly? Linnea, yes. would you like to take a crack at oh, it? Oh, let's see, Molly. How do those things fly? Well, I think that there's definitely a balance of how many people sit where mm. on the plane. I think that's very true. And I know you have a pilot in the cockpit, but also they have an um, automatic or um, manual button. I'm almost positive. Based off of the movies I have seen, don't know if you've seen the B movie, but the B movie <laughs> next to the Lorax is in my top five favorite movies. I learned quite a bit from that when the two pilots passed out from being, you know, scared sure. of the bee. Yep. But mm -hmm. I definitely think there's a manual button, an automatic button. They get to... You know, fly the plane, watch out for other birds and planes in the air. Um, yeah, what do you what do you think, Molly? Well, you know, when I had put that question there in the stories that somebody picked up, I was kind of thinking more, that chunk of metal is heavy. People are heavy. It doesn't make sense how we can defy the laws of gravity and be in the air. Right. Thousands of miles up in the air, it just doesn't make sense. Because it almost makes sense for cars to be able to fly then. Right. Like, how can that literal giant chunk of metal fly? And I'm just going to pull it back to a movie that I saw last month. <laughs> are you familiar <laughs> with Sully? Oh, yeah. Sully. Okay, so there they are in the air. Birds fly into the engine. So mm -hmm. I, from that movie, I learned that the engines, that's a huge part of the flying. Mm -hmm. Which I guess, I mean. I should have known. <laughs> also, the wingspan. There's a lot of things that are important. Right. And when those engines went out, <laughs> to, the, to river, the ground. To the Hudson. Yes. <laughs> they landed in the Hudson. <laughs> so I'm going to say, like, I guess those huge chunks of metal fly because of the grace of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alone. I feel like there may be some other things going on there. <laughs> but the grace of God, I know, is surely involved. <laughs> Okay, I'll answer, I mean, read the next question. Also, yeah. I want to note that we have not been reading these questions before we come in here because we just want everything to be fresh. So <laughs> Raw reaction. <laughs> A raw reaction. <laughs> Linnea, if you were a flight attendant and the plane went down, who would you say first, hmm. says our anonymous question person. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to absolutely be so vulnerable here. If this plane was going down... I think I'd save myself first. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> like, oh. the thing, though, is trying to figure out how I would save myself and if I'd want to grab my personal belongings. I oh. think all rules of being a flight attendant, which I don't know what those involve, would be out the window. Um, Obviously, a little bit of stay calm, everyone. Stay calm. We're all going to be all right, you know, as the plane's mm -hmm. just taking a drift mm -hmm. straight down. But, yeah, I don't know. What, what do you think? Well, first I'm just going to say I would never find myself in the position of being a flight attendant <laughs> because <laughs> I just don't really see myself as a customer service specialist. in <laughs> <laughs> public relations. I'll, I'll talk to you all day. I just... I mean, flight attendants, are, flight attendants are great, but I'd get claustrophobic up in that plane. Mm -hmm. But I can only get grape juice so many times. <laughs> so many times. <laughs> if we were going down, 
I would get my my life jacket on and I'd jump in that water and get ready to really? save lives. As a certified lifeguard, I feel that is where my skills would be best. You are certified suited. lifeguard. I I am. Wow. I am is that from camp? Yes. Okay. I was a camp counselor, everybody, mm. and a lifeguard. So next question. I'm going to kind of jump around. This does not look like a question. No. But somebody said, my sister's boyfriend is a pilot and he's the most annoying person I know. Don't date a pilot. Hmm. I'll take your word. I, yeah. Well, what about Pilot Pete from The Bachelor? Uh, I, you know what? That is a prime example of why you don't date a pilot. Uh, I think. Yeah, I kind of liked him, though. He he, he had some, some things going for him and a lot of things really interesting <laughs> but he did produce a great season on the bachelor he did and i think that that is the last good season the bachelor or bachelor yeah the bachelor franchise produced in yeah. my opinion it's really scripted but it's mm-hmm. gotten worse especially during covid times mm-hmm. they need to go back to the mansion the mansion the mansion they need maybe to we'll, hit, to we'll do a whole episode about the bachelor the That'd bachelor be fun you have some dating advice with The Bachelor? Oh, we've got dating advice, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, D. <laughs> D is next week coming <laughs> Okay, it looks like someone also, which it looks like they're just giving us, us advice here, but they also advise to just don't t- book a bus. And I think <laughs> we should expand upon this because obviously they didn't expand on it for us. <laughs> but maybe we can attempt to explain what they're trying to say. I'm going to be really honest and maybe spoil this for everybody. So that is a friend of mine. I will not say her name who had that comment, just don't book a bus. And what had happened to her was she booked a flight that mm. also came with a bus ticket to her hometown. I don't I don't understand why they would do that. Essentially, she canceled the bus because she didn't need a bus ticket. Right. And they also canceled her flight. Oh. So I think what she means is just don't book a bus. Just don't book a <laughs> just bus. Just simply just don't book a bus. <laughs> That's good. Um, how can I get over my fear of flying, someone asked. And, um, you know, I was thinking about that a little bit. You know, just fly. Just fly. Enough said. Enough said. From the same person we got, I have a fear of heights. Do you think I can still fulfill my dreams of becoming a pilot? Hmm. I'm going to say there are so many options that you can take. And although your degree doesn't really determine anything for you, you don't need to become a pilot. Mm. You, there are a lot That's of deep. options. Let's just do something else. Let's do something else. That is so true. You know, flight attendant. Well, yeah, I don't know if that would be helpful. <laughs> Maybe not. Drive the bus. Don't take it, but drive the bus. <laughs> you know, you know. one of my, this is a little bit about boats. One of my sure. favorite <laughs> videos is, uh, I can't, the name isn't on the top of my, my tongue, but it is when he goes, let me drive the boat. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> I. It's, yeah. it's, if you look up on YouTube, it, it's just, let me drive the boat and it'll come up. And it's a good video. Molly, you and your love for boats or water, you should watch that video. Okay. I'll have to look that up a little you bit later have after to the show. Later on. Speaking of boats, yeah. I think we should move on to the letter B and see what I would agree. See what our friends want to ask us about bad, bad friends. friends. All right. Well, here's the first question, which I think this will help clarify where we're just gonna go with this. Um, what is the difference between not the greatest and actually toxic? 
and that my friends my good friends that's hard to answer but shoot it's let's just dive right into that so not the greatest to me that just sounds like maybe somebody that's a bad influence on Mm -hmm. you maybe somebody that you don't enjoy being around maybe just not the best character from a person it could I think it could also be someone who's um I think that we have friends that we would consider our best friends Mm. and even friends we'd consider our best best friends that are almost like family siblings I mean you hear about it when you're at school like oh my gosh they're one of my best friends but you also have these are like my best friends like your inner circle right exactly and then you have oh these are my friends like this is my group of friends that I'm with or then you have like just it just it keeps getting I feel like larger, the circles keep growing. Mm-hmm. And I think that not the greatest could almost be tracked back about four circles because they're still your friends and you still enjoy being around them. But sometimes they just bring things that are just like, ooh, that's not So you not mean they're great. just not like really close to you by not right. the greatest. Right. Okay. You I would took choose that... to keep some distance maybe. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Also, I think you could define someone as not the greatest if those people that are in your inner circle don't enjoy that person's presence as Mm. well. Because if I'm thinking about me and my best friends, there's not really one person that we'd insert in that group. Not everybody would like Mm -hmm. unless they were not the greatest. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And a lot of times... That's a whole nother story. That is so true. Toxic people, I... I have found that I think toxic people are the hardest to get rid of mm. because um, you know they're toxic, but because of the toxicity they bring to the table, you don't know how to get rid of them without starting something. Yeah, they're almost really confrontational. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like and just, just I feel difficult. like something about toxic people it's not attractive, not like you'd want to be friends with them, but there's a reason that you are friends with them. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying, you, you just going can't. Back. Yeah, you just keep going back for more. Right. So, yeah, I guess that's, I don't know how to differentiate that though. Toxic, just bad, really right. bad. Not right. the greatest, not in your inner circle. Right. Yeah. That's what we'll say. I agree. I agree. Okay. So we have another question. <laughs> How do I tell my roommate she's a bad friend? Hmm. Hmm. Well, you know, I I just don't know how to answer this, so I'm just going to try to take all the knowledge I have and put it together somehow. So I would say that the first thing you need to do is decide exactly what you're going to say to them. Mm. You need to kind of have a planned process of how you're going to evaluate the situation with them and go into it and just know what you're going to say and say it. Um, I also think that you just need to have the conversation. Shoot. Because the longer you put it off, the longer it builds and the longer you're more frustrated about it and the more you think about it. I think that is what I would advise. How about you? Yeah, if they're... Not a good friend, that's that's just the biggest problem because you cannot be good roommates and maybe work some of those things out, scheduling and just not being considerate. But I think in order to be good roommates, you need to be a good friend first. So 
I would definitely just work on, yeah, the conversation mm-hmm. and how that's going to go down. And then um, maybe just explain to them that they're not being a good friend, so they're not being a good roommate, and it's hard right. to live with you. Right. Um, I actually have another question from somebody that says, okay, this is a, maybe a little bit of a story. It's, they're saying that they feel like the friendship is a little bit unequal mm-hmm. and that they are more invested in their friends mm. than their friends are on yeah. them. So how would you handle that, Linnea, if you feel like you are more invested in your friendships than those friends are in you? You know, I think that being more invested in a friendship than another person is so common. And I think that it happens to more of us than we could actually, um, or more to, happens to more of us than we'd actually like to admit. I am actually kind of in a little bit of a situation with that now really? with several friends, yeah, where I just feel like I give and I would love to receive, but I will keep giving. And the hard part is with that comes the conversation of I am not feeling like I'm receiving the same thing that I'm or same almost energy that I'm giving out. I don't feel like I'm receiving that back. How can I be a better friend to you or what do you need from me that you maybe don't feel like you're getting right now? I think that conversation with um, almost needs to happen. So when you have that conversation with someone, they almost become aware because then they say, well, how can I be a better friend to you? Because maybe there's something that you need that you don't even know you need until you process it aloud with them or you're loving them in a way that isn't actually loving to them, but you think it's loving to them, you know, like with the love languages a little bit there. Yeah. Maybe just knowing each other a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a good point because sometimes you don't realize the things that you need until, until you're not getting them Mm -hmm. and somebody brings it up to you. I think another thing, this is something that I bring up to my group of girlfriends a lot, but a lot of times this doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. Like this Mm -hmm. can just be friendship. Somebody is going to be the 20% and -hmm. somebody's going to be the 80%. Um, You're not always going to be at a hundred percent, both able to pour into each other the same amount. Right. And that can be a daily thing or a weekly thing. Just sometimes seasons, you're not doing great and you, you're that 20 and you need the friend to be the 80% to Mm -hmm. bring you back up and then that's going to switch. Other right. times it'll be the opposite and you'll be the 80 bringing your friend up. And it's a problem if you feel like you are the 80 all the time mm-hmm. and you're never being poured into. Right. And there's not it gets really, exhausting. Yeah, it's exhausting. There's not a timeline to it like, oh, I've been the 80 for a month. Like, yeah, sometimes right. you will be. But if you are good enough friends with that person, that's going to switch and mm-hmm. they're going to be there for you um, equally at different times. Right. And it's interesting because sometimes these things happen with different people where you may feel like you're giving 80 or in a situation say, oh my gosh, they're my best friend Mm -hmm. and they do not feel the same way at all. So where you're like, they're my go-to person and you may be their go-to or you may, they may be your go-to person. They may not feel the same way. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. That's hard if you say, oh, you're my best friend. And then and they're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I've been convicted <laughs> of that recently, though, because one of my very good friends, Sarah James, shout out Sarah James. I always say, oh, this person's my best friend. This person's my best mm-hmm. friend. This person's my best friend. 
or I'll call people my bestie. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to get out of me. Okay, what's the difference, one, between a best friend and a bestie? Mm-hmm. And can you have multiple best friends? I say yes. Mm-hmm. It's back to that inner circle. I think you can have the inner circle of best friends. But yeah. what do you do if somebody's in yours and you're not in theirs? Do you think that... Um, well, I don't know if you've ever experienced this. I definitely have. Of it almost... I think coming from high school into college, I have two friends from, no, I have three friends from home who I would consider my best friends. Mm. Um, and even to that, I have, I would consider them my best friends in different areas of my life. Okay. So I have a friend who I'd consider like you, I would tell you everything, not talk for two months, totally fine, you know, talk to these other girls, um, like, so about certain things and they're my best friend here. Do you think that when you came to college, it was hard for you to call people here your best friend because you felt like you had friends at home Um, and you didn't want to, like, break that? Does that make sense? No, I don't think it was hard for me to call people my best friend. I tend to get friend possessive. Mm -hmm. So once I'm I'm friends with someone, like, you're stuck with me. I'm sorry. (laughs) Unless there's a falling out. Like, I just love my friends a lot. So I think when I met my people at Taylor it just honestly it was kind of opposite of what you're saying it Hmm. became harder to connect with my friends at home Hmm. that's interesting yeah and I found like we just didn't have a lot to relate on and we were growing in very different areas so yeah that was kind of hard for me just thinking okay these girls and guys that I was best friends with in high school were not anymore and that's okay like we can still keep up with each other but right now in this season we're not Hmm. we're just not living in the same world so no I don't think that was hard for me it was just harder like I said breaking off those old friendships yeah but I think there's a time and place and you should pour into the people that you're living with and that you spend your time with absolutely Um, and equal equally just try to be there for your home friends too but right. I think that's just a difficult college thing that a lot of people have to navigate. Yeah, I would agree. It's yeah. friendships when you go to college are so weird. <laughs> so weird. Um, I actually received a email of advice Ooh. this week. Again, I have not read it yet, and I'm not going to say the name of who sent it. Um, but yeah, we just kind of wanted it to be a little bit more raw. Mm. So maybe we'll take a little break and see what advice our friend who sent a letter Mm. may need. This is exciting. (laughs) First letter. Again, feel free to DM us or if you know us personally, text us, email us, Mm. whatever. We would be happy to get your letter. Absolutely. Here we go. (laughs) I have a question that may seem like a joke, but it's truly an issue. I'm hoping you two can help me out. So I've been with my boyfriend for a number of years, and I love him immensely. He's funny, loves my family, and my family loves him too. I can see myself marrying him someday. Ooh, But there's a problem that is driving me insane. He is very, very gassy. All right. That in itself is not a problem. The problem is that he thinks it's hilarious to release said gas in public areas. They are not silent but deadly either. They are loud and deadly. (laughs) He knows how embarrassing it is for me, but he just keeps on doing it. I'm at a loss as what to do. I need your advice. Love everything about him but the gas. Is this real? 
<laughs> Did somebody make this up? Oh, wow. I just okay. Like, okay. Well, <laughs> you know, Molly, I have never um, been in a relationship or taken someone home to meet my family. So I cannot say that um, <laughs> I can understand the embarrassment that could come with that. I guess. But... <laughs> You kind of just need to know that person. Maybe they're just doing it because they truly think it's a joke and it's super funny. Yeah. But if that, in my opinion, if that is the only thing wrong with that person, then that means, in my opinion, that they are a good listener (laughs) and responsive. So maybe if you have a conversation with them, that will change. That that is is truly the only problem. That is true. And into that, you can, you could just tell them, you know, this is an issue and uh, maybe Give them an ultimatum. Say this is either cut it. We need to get some medicine. Or we're done. Yeah. Maybe it's a medical issue. Maybe it is. And you know what? <laughs> it's not been un- it's not been discovered yet. It just hasn't been discovered. So maybe just figure that out. And he doesn't know maybe. Yeah. Well, this person really emphasized that everything else is perfect. Mm. So you better just count your blessings. Count your blessings. Be I thankful he's there. I would. I would. That is very true. That's very true. Or Hmm. just laugh along with him, maybe. That could help. (laughs) If you're like, oh, (laughs) that was funny. Then maybe he'll stop. A little reverse psychology. Laugh and then hit him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That was was a nice letter. Thank you. Anonymous. Yeah. Make sure if you have uh, advice you need to send it to us through our Instagram, (laughs) unfilteredadvice.wtur, or to message one of us if you know us personally and... We'll advise you. We'll advise you for sure. We love to give advice. Absolutely. Well, Molly, do you want to get back to our letter C? Yes, Linnea. Let me just pull that up. Okay, so we are culinary arts. I have one question in here. So Okay, I have a few. I guess. Oh, you have a few. I have a few. Okay, here we go. (laughs) What do you do if your woman can't cook? Hmm. Learn to cook? Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, you know, if your woman can't cook, like Molly said, either you should learn to cook or as an anniversary gift, maybe give her some cooking lessons. Like, you know, Ooh. say like go downtown and take these lessons. Or have you heard of the HelloFresh boxes? Mm, yeah. get, her, get her some of that. Or also, yeah, you. my first thing is either you learn to cook or... Maybe you're just really into eating out every night, and that's great, too. Just do that. Yeah. She doesn't need to know how to cook. No. There's so many options. I mean, you can go to McAllister's one night and get a really nice Southwest salad. You could go to um, Five Guys the next night, get a burger. You could go somewhere else, get Maybe steak. not economical, no. No. But that wasn't part of the question. No, not at all. So. But did you know, actually, talking? I was talking to my mom about this whenever I was home in January, that it is almost cheaper sometimes for people to go through Taco Bell with their family and order off the dollar menu or just order Taco Bell in general than it is to cook at home sometimes. Oh, I bet. Taco Bell is dirt cheap. Right. That or like McDonald's. Sometimes yeah. other like Burger King a little bit. Wendy's can get a little bit more expensive, but a lot of times it's cheaper. And depending on what kind of meal you're having, sometimes it's ta- it's cheaper. Like let's say you're making tacos. It's sometimes cheaper to go Chipotle and get no especially how many people you have in your family so like for my family we get the meat we get everything 
We are big taco people. My mom will actually put beans in the meat to try to like expand it and make it last longer. Oh, Part wow. of it though are there there are five guys. So well, five boys and then my dad. So there are six guys eating and then my mom and I. And so there's quite a bit of food that is wow. eaten. But sometimes it's almost cheaper to do things like that. So my mom will take us out because she's like this is the better option tonight so that's kind of crazy and i think if you're trying to eat healthy healthier options are more expensive mm-hmm. so i guess it could be coming from but i'd get really sick of fast food i yeah me too i will tell not you what though it. i there was a stage in high school where i could not get sick and tired of mcdoubles or not mcdoubles mcchickens <laughs> from mcdonald's those You're in high school girl? i loved mcchickens in high school and i would go i had a period where um i would not have class so okay. and it was right before my lunch so i'd go get a mcchicken for lunch some days if i was just feeling it that and like a small sweet tea sneak Ooh. it back in, in my lunchbox or a lot of times though i was the girl who had the giant salad shaking it mm-hmm. I, I have videos of it busting everywhere and mm. all my friends and i cleaning it up but you know, that's okay. No big deal. Speaking of McDonald's, well, I'll just say first I've never had a McChicken. Really? I'm more of that like dollar menu cheeseburger type girl. Yes. So good. McChickens are on the dollar menu, I will say. Okay, okay. I think it's $1.15-ish. I also have found that I cannot go to one of those fast food, fast food restaurants for dinner mm. or like a main yeah. meal. I would agree with that. Because that's not sustaining. It's just no. not. I feel so sick, but... Can you Midnight? do Chick-fil-A? Oh, Chick-fil-A for sure. Chick-fil-A yes. is a whole different league. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to go to like Taco Bell or McDonald's or something late at night, it's oh so good. <laughs> I have, when I was in high school, I always used to eat Taco Bell on, gosh, Friday or Saturday nights, depending on when the basketball game was at home. And I would get a um, Frito burrito because mm. the name was cool. And then I would get the cheesy fries. And those were so good. But now I'm not a huge Taco Bell fan, but I do love a good frozen like Baja Blast. Ooh, I had my first Baja Blast when I came to college. Really? Phenomenal. So, so good. So good. Um, okay, so our next question is, what do you think of the TikTok meals or food challenges? Oh, yeah, I'll say I'm on TikTok about once every other week maybe okay i'm just not a big tiktoker but (laughs) most of the tiktoks i do see are about food because i find them mesmerizing Mm -hmm. one of my favorite trends is the new wrap thing that people do where you take a oh yeah tortilla cut it in fourths and Mm -hmm. then put like if you're doing the chick-fil-a edition you'll put the chicken on one side and then sauce and then fries and whatever wrap it up fold it up and put it in a panini press Mm mm-hmm that looks good. Yeah, it does. And especially, there's some that they'll do with, like, dessert. So, they'll do Nutella, oh. strawberries, and, like, peanut butter. Oh. That that looks good. Um, but a TikTok trend that I want to try soon is um, they put the tomatoes and the olive or the oil, olive oil. Mm-hmm. And then they'll put um, a feta, block of feta cheese mm. in the middle. And then they'll put it in the oven, bake it, come out, mix it all up, and then put noodles in with it. Oh. And it's, like looks really good i saw someone do it though with feta cheese and strawberries ew i think that would be kind of interesting and kind of good a little bit like okay personal opinion maybe but maybe Linnea, what I, is your favorite food that's like what's your 
don't like know how strange. To yeah, what's your yeah favorite yeah. thing to eat that people would think is really weird? Okay, I have two for this. Okay, one I know is strange. The other one I think is good and maybe strange, but I like I don't see it happening a lot. So, the first one start in high school where I will eat carrots and mustard. Ew. So <laughs> I think it's good, or I'll take like lay chips and dip it in mustard. Mm. Um, that could be good. Yeah, I, I can think, see that. I just think it kind of is like interesting because it's a little spicy, not like spicy. It's just like oh, that's like an interesting kick. Mm-hmm. That's just I think good. Um, that would be one thing. My other one would definitely be, um, I've been doing this a lot more while I'm at college. I love baby carrots. Like, I think they're so good. Um, and they're just really easy to like eat and just feel okay eating. I think they're really good if you take them and you put wrap like ham around them or if you wrap like Colby Jack cheese. I Uh love Colby Jack cheese. So I do that. That doesn't sound weird. That's the thing is it's like, cause like I'll do that for dinner sometimes, where I'll eat take like simply a carrot and cheese. Yeah, like I'll get like two pieces of Colby Jack, Colby Jack cheese, five pieces of um, ham or turkey, and then carrots, and oh. I'll just eat that, and that'll be my dinner. That doesn't sound bad because you it's can like eat cheese carrots and crackers as, with a cracker right. supplement. That is true. <laughs> that is true. There's also I don't know if um, at Target they have these everything bagel crackers. Mm. They're really good really good and i've been eating good. those recently those are pretty good but how about you molly what's your strange like food um i feel like there's a lot more strange things that i eat that i'm just not aware of because mm-hmm. i like pretty much everything except for fish and large okay. chunks of meat not a large chunk of meat girl but one thing is like cottage cheese a lot of people Love just don't like cheese. or rice pudding i don't know if you've Wait, had rice pudding tell me about that so, I don't really know how to explain it. <laughs> I truly don't know how to explain it. It's just like rice and it's sweet and it's good. Is there like something you put in the rice? Well, yeah, it's like a creamy based something. There's mm. usually some cinnamon in it. What's weird about it is that I will buy a large tub and just eat it in my dorm room. Wow. And that's the, what? That's the strange part. I don't yeah. think a lot of people do that. Like just rice. Yeah. No, it's not just rice. Oh, it's, it's rice, rice pudding. pudding. Like it's the, like a dessert okay, okay. kind of, but it's really good. And another weird thing that I do is get every single sauce at Chick-fil-A and mix them. Yes, I know this. I, everybody knows this. That is. <laughs> if you've ever seen me eating lunch, I am that girl. That's just so intriguing. It's so good. You know, I have never had Chick-fil-A sauce. You go to Taylor University and you've never had Chick-fil-A sauce? I've never had Chick-fil-A sauce. That's a staple. I I don't know why. And part of it is last year I was so gunship about, oh my gosh, I'm not going to eat Chick-fil-A sandwiches. I'm not going to be. I just was like, I'm not going to be that person. I don't want to eat Chick-fil-A sandwiches. I'm only going to eat nuggets or their wraps. And then all of a sudden I was like, okay, I can eat um chick-fil-a sandwiches and be okay with it so do you get the grilled or the regular i get the regular okay part of those because of my strange weird like where grilled meat feels tastes weird to me right now oh so has been since like january you know maybe it's covid that, season did you get covid i don't i tested negative whenever it started happening but if that if you have weird thing if you have foods tasting weird it might be because of covid but it's only grilled meat that can happen saltine crackers taste weird to me Really? I can't do it. Huh. Not saltine. What are they called? Uh, like Ritz crackers? Ritz. Yes. Yeah. I used to be a huge Ritz girl Love Ritz ever crackers. since I got the virus. Can't 
Can't do it. <laughs> Still can't smell my shampoo. That wow, <laughs> that's sad. I know it's crazy. Wow. Hmm. Um. Okay, I have one more. I need to pull it up. Give me a second. Pull it up. I'll sing a song when okay, you do that. Please do. Hey, hobo man. Hey, dapper <laughs> Dan. Hold on uh, to that smile. Remember. Oh, oh, I okay. got it. Okay. <laughs> and so the next <laughs> question is, what is your biggest culinary fail? Oh, gosh. And uh, I, I have one if it takes you a minute to think about it. I don't know what my biggest would be. I've had several with my Molly Pops business. And the, oh, yeah. The burning of the pops, it's never fun. I think one that's pretty humiliating was I made these pumpkin cream cheese cookies around mm-hmm. Halloween okay. that my friend had sent me the recipe for because I had them at her house and they were amazing. Right. I accidentally dropped an eggshell in the batter mm. and I couldn't take it out because it was one of those automatic mixers. Oh, yeah. So I just left it. You couldn't stop the mixer? It was like too far gone. The egg was cracked. The shell was crumpled up all in there. And I just left it and said, okay, if I put this machine on a higher setting, all the eggshells will just disintegrate. Was this like a whole egg? Yes. It was the whole egg. <laughs> Molly. It was so bad. And I didn't tell anybody either. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I proceeded to make the cookie, and then I made the cream cheese frosting. I baked it, frosted the cookie, and just put it on a plate. And I was like, this, nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to know. And I took a bite, and it was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> it was so crunchy and like every cookie was like that every cookie and then i started crying i was like probably 12 or 13 at this point and this a little is more sensitive <laughs> no this is at my house i oh, went okay. home to recreate them so i started crying and then my mom ate them and she said no molly it's it's really good making a face as she does right um they were not really good <laughs> i left an eggshell in the cookie you're like please don't lie to me <laughs> it was pretty bad that's so funny and i haven't made them since I'll you be haven't honest. made them since no nope. it's humiliating and i can't go back maybe go maybe back. i can redeem that situation huh well when i was in i think my freshman year of high school i was babysitting for a family and I have ne- I had never made mac and cheese up to that point. Like, crab mac and oh, cheese wow. straight out of the box. How so, old are you? Mm, freshman in high school. Oh, my. Which, I, you know, I I think that may be okay. I think a lot of people then were making it, like, in the microwavable little bowls. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, that's never good. Those aren't Those good. are not good. They're good for, like, the first two bites, and then they're just not great. But I think that the thing about it was that I, okay, so I made it. Mm-hmm. And you said, put six cups of water, boil the, boil the mac and cheese in six cups of water. So I did that. Well, then <laughs> I added the butter and added the milk and the cheese. And then I thought it meant add six more cups of water. <laughs> so I had like drained the mac and cheese and then I put six more cups of water into the mac and cheese. <laughs> so all of a sudden we have mac and cheese with six cups of water, milk and butter and all that. So, moral of the story is that I failed. That is the one that I know that I failed the most. And they were all like, why is the mac and cheese so watery? I'm like, I don't know. That's how your mom said to make it. <laughs> I was like, 
but <laughs> that's okay. We learn, we live, we learn, we move on. Shoot. Babysitting horror stories. Wow, we could have done a whole thing about babysitting questions. I love being a nanny. <laughs> Are you going to nanny this summer? I am not. Uh, no. Oh, you have your, in- or what is it, your internship? I do have an internship. That's exciting. It's very exciting. Moving to Colorado Springs. Oh, yeah. That'll be so fun. Whoop, whoop. You'll love that, Molly. Yes, I am so excited. Um, looks like that is all of the advice that we have to give tonight. That does look like it. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. This week, everybody, my advice to you is to get some rest. Mm-hmm. If you're a college student, right? We're at Taylor. We are right at that midterm mark. Yeah, it's exhausting. Absolutely. It's not sunny anymore. It's no. hailing. Yeah, the weather's bad over in Upland, Indiana. Um, so just get some rest. Take it easy. Go shopping. Mm-hmm. Have dessert. I think I'm going to go to Target tonight. OMG, I was just at Target before this. Stop. <laughs> I need to go back because I don't like what I bought. <laughs> oh, good. Time to return it. Great. That's oh, well. good. Linnea, do you have any advice for our listeners for you know, the week going forward? No, I would agree with you. Get some rest. Um, I would also say um, buy yourself coffee this week or treat yourself mm-hmm. to something. Mm-hmm. If that be coffee, you buy the fruit cup at Chick-fil-A. That's $3.25. <laughs> Such a scam. Such a scam. <laughs> you get like three mandarin oranges. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe a melon and a strawberry. So bad. But that's okay. You know, get some of that. Um, just treat yourself in some way. You deserve it. Totally. You okay. deserve it. <laughs> so next week we will be talking about topics from the letters d e f i could not just say d e f i had to sing okay. abc before then <laughs> d e f so if you have any topics that you'd like to suggest that start with one of those letters right let Send us know in. um if not we will be posting those suggestions for questions later in yes. the week and feel free to send us a letter, a comment, a concern. We'd love to read it. We'd love to touch on it. Mm -hmm. And thank you for joining us. Absolutely. See you next week. See you next week.